0: Inside each and every one of us, there is a desire to belong. To know that we can show up as we are, without judgment or justification. To know what it feels like to be wanted and longed for. To know the power of community. But what if each and every one of us had the power to create belonging from within? What if there were people already building spaces for you to be you? What if they believe so deeply in the power of connections, justice, collaboration, creativity, and empathy that they knew it could heal the world? That is where you belong. In the exploration of spaces, places, and experiences where we allow ourselves to be free, there is a place where you belong. Welcome. We've been waiting for you to arrive. Hello, 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 and welcome to a special 420 edition of Where You Belong. I'm sure you weren't expecting a 420 edition, but I had to have my dear friend Coco Madrid on the show, who is a stylist, music maker, party maker, fat fit model, I mean scene creator. Like, literally, you name it, Coco's doing it. Um, she is your favorite auntie. She is always going to have a little bit of weed on her, and she's always going to be a super friendly face in the Portland scene, so I wanted to have Coco on here, and I also thought it would be cute to do a 420 episode where we both got a little high and had a funny conversation, so... As you can see, this is a super fun episode. We are, we've got music in the background. We have two high broads talking and we also have a lot of fun and talk about what an amazing person that Coco is and the ways in which she really seeks to educate everyone she meets about treating women of color better, treating fat people better, just treating everyone better in general. And so I, am honored to share this super fun episode also don't usually talk about weed so that was really cute and um, I'm just happy to be real and truthful on here because where you belong is a project about really accepting everyone of all walks of life and the experiences that they want to share and just kind of getting a peek into someone's life that you might not know normally so I hope you enjoy this we had a great time and If you're celebrating 420, just sit back and relax, smoke a joint, and enjoy yourself. And if not, then have a giggle. And if this isn't your jam, we'll see you next episode. As always, you can reach out to me, Anna Chapman, your guide on this where you belong journey, at IamannaChapman on Instagram. Or you can email me, IamannaChapman at gmail.com. And we can talk about it. I hope you have a great day. And enjoy this silliness. Introducing the tell all of Coco Madrid. <laughs> Don't worry, she's gonna have a lot of hilarious stories and some exclusive Coco Madrid lifestyle updates, so you're not gonna wanna miss this one. hi everyone and uh, today i'm so excited for this special edition this is a tell all (laughs) and this is also (laughs) a a tell all of the life of coco madrid slash 420 friendly episodes so this is like your happy hour episode because where you belong also might have some weed in it And if you're a drinker, you know, you could have a cocktail. So this is your happy hour episode. Neither Coco nor I drink, so we won't be having one of those with you. (laughs) So that's why we made a 420-ish. But do what you do. Hi, Coco. Hi, welcome. Hi, Anna. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here. Coco and I met... I kind of feel like Coco is the like mother of Portland fat fashion and modeling and designers (laughs) like you just are and the party scene you're kind of like the Portland fat babe to know Uh, I, I would yeah that's true I am. <laughs> this is a tell-all. So this is the truth. So we're here with the hard-hitting facts of Coco's relevance in this town, and it's big, big time. Um, so Coco, will you tell us a little bit about what you do? Because you have kind of a smattering of offerings that you have for the world. I know. It's true. So just like there dive so into some of the things that you're kind of doing. Maybe you could even do, like, pandemic edition. Like, what's going on? What are you doing? I mean,
1: the, that's so much. What do you want? What do you want? You want the, what am I doing now during the pandemic? Let's start. Or do you want I'm to sorry, I'm do rushing. What I do. I'm rushing
0: what the tell. Let's start at the, at the beginning. Tell us who you are.
1: <laughs> who am I? God, I need a lot of psychedelics for that myself. Um, Just the
0: surface. You could just
1: yes, just just uh, the (laughs) the chocolate (laughs) mushroom. Um, I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been in the music scene in Portland for well over fifteen years. Uh, I've been in pretty much every different type of scene. Uh, from like you know ska and hardcore and punk rock. God, I love it to rave stuff and I dabbled a little bit in hip hop but it was, really wasn't my scene. Okay. But I have much respect to that scene and I do know the key people in that scene as well. And uh, then I went into just like doing parties and just being I would not say the mother because I don't consider myself s- s- super motherly. I would say I'm like and yeah, and, yeah okay that's better yeah this is a party
0: on yeah party it's like aunt. The, aunt, the aunt you want to know and that you're you know you're always going to see at the party you exactly. can like take I
1: want to give you back to your parents yeah and, you're not a caretaker you're
0: out. like here to show you no. a good time and then you gotta go
1: I'm a heat a heatness <laughs> neighbor and uh You you (laughs) know, once that's done, you should go home.
0: But what I love about this is that everything I've ever gone to that has been something that you've promoted or been a part of or even done the door at, I've always known that there's going to be at least some form of accessibility that I can come to or you would not be part of it. And so that is like such a lovely staple for me personally to know. Like a Cocoa Party is going to be a party where... Even if there's not public seating, like, you're going to tell the fat people where the secret seating is. Like, you're going to take care of people.
1: No, 100%. I mean, that's, I wish I could say that that's always been a thing that I've done, but it's not because um, fat phobia, you know in self-fat phobia forever I thought that I needed to shrink my presence or shrink my physical like body yeah so people would sit with me on the bus or that you know I could squeeze into that booth with everybody yeah. else that's doing it or you know sitting on this chair that I know is super fucking uncomfortable but I'm doing it because that's what you do and yeah to just stuff. be but we now and I don't give a fuck I'm calling sex clubs to make sure that my people are able to sit. I am making sure that the venues that I do do, you know, events at or have anything to do with are accessible. And if they're not accessible, I mean my girl I I made five guys carry her up the stairs so that she could go to a show yes. in an old church, you know? So that so yes. That is hundred percent a good yeah. Thing that I strive to have for myself, for my friends, for my, from people that I don't know. Because it's just like, it seems like a small thing. It seems like a tedious thing. It seems like a bitchy thing to like bring up and constantly hassle people about. But it makes the world, it makes the world a difference for that one person that truly needs it. Yeah. And it just is like, what the fuck? You, we can't be aware of our space for everybody. Yeah
0: i love that i love ha-ha, that you're calling sex clubs to make sure that they're accessible like <laughs> first of all yes that's amazing second of all like i found in my own life for a while i would go to like most every big event they're gonna have like a fixed seat with arms and I would squeeze Mm -hmm. my butt in there and squeeze my butt in there and like I would have bruises on the sides of my legs and finally one day I called and I was like hey do you have like an armless chair option and every almost every single place has had something that's worked and it's been awesome and I've like enjoyed the show or the event so much better because I wasn't like squeezed into something I couldn't fit or I didn't have something to sit down on that I was just like uncomfortable standing and then I can't be there at the the thing like I'm there for a reason I shouldn't have to worry yeah. about like <laughs>
1: sitting down well the funny thing is that actually if you do advocate for yourself or for your friends that people actually do accommodate. oh yeah for the most part, like, you know, I've seen it. I hate the Rosalind. I don't like to go there, but my friend, I was like, please don't ask them, please. Like, I, I can't believe I was telling her not to advocate for herself, but I totally did. And she was like, no, I'm gonna ask them for a chair. My leg is fucked. I need to sit down. I came to the show, let's just see what happens. And what the fuck? They brought a chair <sighs> out to her right by the speaker right so we could see the stage and i was like wow i need to check my fucking self because you know never doubt it speak up and you never know what's gonna happen
0: and i love that too because like we in the fat positive world like we don't talk a lot about the internalized fat phobia that all of us have to like overcome we don't. And, we ha- and it's not something that like you. It's like one and done. It's there's like so many layers that I'll even notice that I'm like, oh, I don't want to buy that thing because of that- the way that size fits. Did- like there's just like still weird things around the number. Absolutely. Or like I don't want to buy the largest size in this store. Like that makes me nervous. And it's like, well. I still want the thing and that number doesn't actually mean anything, but it's like, I have to then work through that again. Yeah. Even after all these years.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's real. I I have to check myself. Not often, but I do. And it's just like, how could I possibly have this, these thoughts still after so many years? And it's like the brainwashing will never go away and it's like it doesn't matter how confident I am it doesn't matter whatever it doesn't matter it's always going to be a tiny part of me forever
0: that's real
1: but it does not define me and it also keeps me humble it also keeps me on the ground to be like I still have work to do too
0: I love that perspective.
1: I think that's a beautiful perspective
0: to have about it, and I think it's you know it's also like we got to give ourselves grace because we're constantly inundated with new ways of new form, new of ways. phobia, new ways. of ways. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. Okay, like a couple months ago, I went to Costco and they had protein water, and it was just like clear water. What
1: is that? What? I don't know. But I... get out of here! Stop trying to reinvent water, white people. No, it's just water. that
0: is for surely Stop. a white person had done that. Come oh, on. I had the best giggle because I was like, "How do you... I don't how I can't? I can't. <laughs> I can't." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. Okay, so you're a music connoisseur and enthusiast and party maker
1: do yes, you DJ I events and yes I do Ugh. DJ and I do make my own analog um, like ambient drone uh, oh my god stop
0: and... how do I get some of that yeah. music for my yoga or meditation <laughs>
1: Oh well, the stuff that I have on SoundCloud is probably not very good for meditation stuff. But I did go live for the first time, I think, like two weeks ago, and I did a um, little mini session <gasps> where I just played drone sounds and stuff, and it was really cool and relaxing. So yeah, I don't. Or maybe
0: we need to do a collab. I kind of feel I think yeah, that would yeah. be so so beautiful. Um, totally. That's. Okay, that brings us to like, we're in the house now we're doing, we're living pandemic life and so what are you do? How are you like finding community connection work? Like what's your, what's going down?
1: Community? I mean, for community and connection, thank God we have like technology and video technology. And so, I mean. between like you know doing video chats with my friends and uh, I have a couple people that have been doing like food deliveries to me so I'm like you know taking the time to thank them and talk to them while they come here and that's it I mean I do wish I had a little bit more um community and connection but I think that it's me and it's not like
0: the community it's not like
1: it, yeah it's not like anybody else's fault except myself because I do spend a lot of time by myself and so this has not been a much of a disruption for me except that I just don't have my scheduled times so that I would leave my house and be among people for like you know 12 hours
0: totally which is like then it's nice to have the
1: recharge so I feel it so yeah that has been that has been draining me as far as work I mean pretty much it's all it's all shut down the clubs are shut down and uh, so that means my parties are shut down that means um, the freelance social media stuff that I was doing is shut down and oh, that's a tough I, time. The modeling is actually still going. Oh, I had a fit stop. Yes. <laughs> a Zoom fit yeah. session. Oh my God. Yeah. They, they dropped off the garment on Sunday. And then yesterday I did uh, a session with them. So I had to take my own pictures. And um, yeah, I'm going to do a week long um, fit test on one of their products. But
0: yeah okay so now we've transitioned into modeling this is the tell-all life of coco madrid we're in a modeling (laughs) phase okay so you model tell us about that also plug we're accepting new work is that what i heard
1: is is... as a fit model yes i i guess i might as well announce it here since it is a tell-all that i probably won't be doing runway or product you know Photography, or you know, I won't be doing any of that type of modeling anymore. Is this a first?
0: Is this a exclusive? Exclusive?
1: Oh my god! I I I broke the news on your okay. Wow! Wow! I know I haven't told anybody, (laughs) but I mean I might as well say. Okay, so what is it about
0: fit modeling that you're still down for?
1: I love fit modeling because I get to talk to people that are making the garments for fat people. I get to tell them what they're doing mm-hmm. wrong. I get to tell them how it should be. I get to educate them on the fat phobia that they didn't know they had. Or, you know, it's, I just love the education piece of it. Yeah. And I love being touched <laughs> so I can sit you know I can stand or sit for hours be and, fiddled and at and just, <laughs> yes and just loving it like a cat I'm just like yes great great move your arms up great great like move over here You're like great. I'm here
0: for it I'm here for it
1: <laughs> yeah I am um, I just like you know I I just love I love doing it I if there's no mm. pressure with the camera there's no pressure with the image you know, they, wa- they want your body. They know your measurements. They pick you out of a lineup of measurements. Like, they don't know any much anything about you except the numbers. And if you fit the numbers, then you, you know, you go in. And if you're not a total asshole, they have you pre- come back. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a high bar. <laughs> I, yeah. I love it. I love it. Because it's, you know, it's not a lot of. Long hours. There's no pressure, and I get to. I get to change the way that these designers fit. I bottom. love
0: that. I think that's something so. I also have really admired about being your friend, is that I always feel like you're in such admiration of like style and the way people show up in style and put things together and you're not afraid to like tell someone or be like hey (laughs) let's like add like you'll like style someone in a minute because you also do styling right
1: yes yes I love styling I love fashion we did
0: a join project together Uh, when um, I was doing a photo shoot with join and you were styling and it was so fun to just see you in your element I love it
1: yeah I felt that was great. I all the projects that I've done with join are just like so fucking phenomenal and I wish it was the standard for models and for production houses and just the way you do business. I wish that was the
0: Yeah, standard. I I that was my favorite part of when I worked with them was like helping to, to create even for me, like what the standard should be for how how we treat people and how i want to be treated and like it was you know it it was just a joy to get to like think about people in that way and how i wanted to treat my friends and it was nice because initially it was like we had to just pull whoever could come so it was my friends
1: I mean we're all the top people. <laughs> we're not like some bums <laughs> off the street. We're all super talented. We're, um, all, we're cute. all we're just all professional.
0: This is a tell all extravaganza. <laughs> we're all here for it. Um I love that and I I I love that your style because I think that you bring a lot of respect like I know that when you're talking to these brands as they're doing fit testing and kind of like fit work with you that you're being firm about the truth but you're also like you have a loving way of saying it and I think yeah well I know I know so because I've I've witnessed you um navigate how to talk about things like that um and it's it's so nice to see because you really are like because i i think because you're fat and and a lot of your people are fat you have this Mm -hmm. it's a desire beyond just wanting clothes it's like wanting people to understand and i love when i see that because i also have that and so we we get to like go out into the world and be like okay like i need you to understand this and like feel it and And I I think that you exude that. And I I would love to like, I would share, I share your stuff all the time when people's like, I need a stylist um, or I need this or I need that. I think that you're just so great at that. And just as a like overall hype person, like because you basically (laughs) are a, a party promoter at any event. Like, we could be walking down the street, and you'll just start hyping me up, and then someone else will be there, and we'll just turn it into, like, a runway moment, and it's so fun, because that's not, like, my everyday life, but it is yours. Like, you are you are living it. I'm a professional <laughs>
1: hype master, it's true.
0: I love it. Okay, so we've done music, we've done fashion, we've done styling. What's next? What else is here for the life and styles of Conda Madrid? Coco Madrid. Oh my God, stoned. I was thinking of (laughs) Conda.
1: I love when Conda... I am connected to Conda. And I just had a,
0: my last interview was with Conda, which was so cool. And you two have worked together a lot. So
1: Yes, I don't actually work with, like, collaborate with a lot of people. That is my one weakness, is that it's hard for me to collaborate with people. Uh, I have to really truly believe in what is, you know, whatever, the goal or the mission. And if I feel like I can't give 100%, I say no. And people don't really understand that. But, like, I got to keep a standard for myself. And I got to know that I can you know bring my mark and make it 100% like or i just can't do it.
0: Wow. And so Kanda's one of the people that you can So
1: Konda, yeah. At first I was like I don't think I can do this. I she, like I immediately pushed back on it. Uh but then I like talked to her more and I was like okay, let's do it. And then I listened to the music and I was like okay, let's do it and then we started talking about the music video and I was like alright 100% this is gonna be fucking magic Let's and so do it. for
0: those who don't and, know can you tell
1: us a little bit about that project uh yeah so uh Conda had a project that was part of her uh, recovery as a survivor uh and how she was just like you know working through it all was writing these really touching songs that also had to do with her ancestors and just it was just like a derby wow. project for her and uh she wanted to bring a visual element to it and she just wanted to elevate it, the whole project and coming from so many different backgrounds I helped her like from the ground up like who who's going to who's going to like do the mastering who's going to you know um print or like make the tapes for this like who's gonna do the lookbook oh wow that's so helpful I walked her walked her through like helped her helped her walk through so I was like a therapist I was a a you know um I guess a producer I was a creative director I was like approving every single thing almost that's amazing besides the key parts in like in the arranging of the songs but otherwise yeah i just like really just was like okay i have so many skills that i can lend to this project that like because originally i was just supposed to be in the video and that's (laughs) it and then i was like no i'm not gonna be in the video i'm gonna style everything and i'm gonna curate this whole like thing and it was like okay wow
0: and it's beautiful it is it's gorgeous. it's gorgeous it's uh you can listen to landing on everywhere spotify itunes everything it's, it's beautiful. i got the ep it's so lovely
1: yeah no i'm i was i'm super proud of that project i've never really done anything like that before it was really hard at first to get out of my chasm yeah and to believe in collaboration but it showed me that uh, my instincts are always correct that I you know go with things that are you know 100% in my heart and soul and it will pay off in the end and it's just like you know she did want to make some money from this but it wasn't about that you know it was like making this piece of art and then I'm like sitting here watching through creation from songs to the visuals it was just like i'd never done anything like that before and i'm i'm glad that i trusted her and i'm glad that i trusted myself and that we had such a fucking dynamic team and so many people came to our help like it was wow crazy. that's beautiful it's, it,
0: it felt like a community effort in hearing stories it was.
1: about it was and I, I, you know, I just like I said, collaboration is not my thing. Collaborating with, uh, collaborating with women is, is sadly not a thing for me. And so it was like all these women, all these people that were super creative, uh, you know, all these black women coming together. I just like never, ever, ever have done anything like that in my life.
0: Wow. So did it change your perspective on collaborating?
1: Um, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It, it it made me see that I can do it.
0: And it's not your preferred um, method.
1: It didn't, but it, it's not my preferred method and it's like I I don't know when it's going to happen again. It's not something that I'm seeking I out. I see. But I look forward to the next thing because I know it's going to be something that I am really picky about. and something that I truly love and believe. About. I
0: love that. So you're very like heart guided and in- how you choose projects to to work on?
1: Um, I'm more logical. Okay. Actually. Uh, I mean, I, I do like a pros and cons. Like it's worked out in a way, and then the heart comes in and kind of says like bounces out. what the Got it. Is. So
0: you're a, it starts with a logic brain yeah. filters. Heart is like the okay, I'm gonna do it. I believe in it. Or like it would yes, work, but the I don't think I could put what I needed to make it, like, lit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, what is the way that you... So, if you're not a collaborator, how do you create? Is it something that you do alone as, like, a care for yourself? Or is it something that... You just like I have this vision, and I get whoever I can to help me make this vision come to light. Or what does that look like for you when you're creating? Like, I know you create a lot of different kinds of things.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't really created too much. Landing was kind of like my last thing, and really my only thing that occupied me last year. Um, how do I create? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I just uh, use my resources and find the best people to do things. Like, I'm not above, you know, uh, giving people tasks, you know, but... You just, you like like it done the way you like it done. I'm very picky. I mean, that is even (laughs) in my house, like... It's like I have a certain way that I like the sink washed out. I have a certain way that I like the dishes done. I have a certain way that I like things placed. Like it probably has something to do with learning how to clean when I was like nine years old and like having to clean very delicate eggs. Like these hollow Chinese Uh, eggs. That you had at your house? Yes, at my house. And mostly, most of the time when I was cleaning those, I was by myself. And it was just like, you cannot break that because you will be in fucking like, a shitload of trouble. I just learned to be picky and So it just goes back to the egg days. Yeah. My nine years old. Like, Nine-year-old Coco
0: eggs. trying to just not break the eggs. God, it's so hard. It's but so look hard. at you now. A visionary.
1: I know. I'm with a very picky, particular I- home. <laughs> a very, very <laughs> particular <laughs> And I don't want to put that on other people. So maybe that is part of the collaboration thing, too, is this, like, I like things done my way. And also, like, I don't want to. I
0: I think it's more like maybe like, you know, that that's a particular thing for you. And if someone mm -hmm. comes in that, you know, that they probably want to do it their way. And you're like, instead of Mm -hmm. us meeting in the middle, let's just both do it our
1: own way yes because ultimately my way is
0: okay wow what's your sign let's get into it what's your sign wow a performer (laughs) i what's your rising is leo naturally someone who believes that it is their way is the best
1: well I mean as the rulers of the zodiac I would okay wow you're really uh, coming in with the Leo heat right now (laughs) (laughs) I will I don't know anything about astrology but pretty much like I would say a lot of things that people say about Leos is very true and when I read things I'm like that seems like very
0: true and how did you get that kind of anybody that
1: is the (laughs) and anybody that's Saying that, like, you're the ruler of all of the zodiac, like, yeah, I'm I want that. Yeah, it's oh. true. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you're like,
0: is it true? I don't know. Did I read it? Maybe. So I'm <laughs> going with it because I am a Leo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's your way or the highway because your way is the best way. Okay. Great. Yeah. So
1: unfortunately I'm sorry I mean that's what I mean
0: we're here to tell the truth we're here to do a (laughs) tell-all we told the people that they were gonna get it all okay you're you're getting getting it it all all. okay so
1: not safe for work not safe for
0: kids this is an adult happy hour event okay so (laughs) we got into We, we went through the styling, we went through the event, yes. we went through the s- yes. event slash music. What else? Yeah. What else are we going to dig into?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm currently texting old white men for money. Okay,
0: so we're getting into sex work. Texting old white men for money. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a great way to spend the pandemic
1: i mean i'm staying at home they're staying at home
0: they're 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 not lonely they're talking to you
1: i'm providing It's a a service service it's a party through your phone i mean it's a therapy session it's a sex session it's whatever you want to pay okay so that's amazing how's that going it's going okay I mean I wish I had a few more clients, so we're open but, for business uh, open very,
0: very open. open we'll do a hashtag in the Instagram reach out
1: oh shit yes <laughs> I don't know how many people it's 2020 we're <laughs> 2020 over the niceties are done it's the lo- I mean the niceties are done it's the oldest profession in the world cockroaches and sex work Will outlive pandemics
0: and i think that if we're gonna talk about are around, that's where, where you belong then we're gonna talk about sex work because that's where people belong too yeah absolutely. and for so how about we do a little education moment are you down so for people yeah. who are maybe not familiar with the liberation of sex work and sex workers and like that we can like honor that everybody makes their money in their own way can can you give a little like for someone who might be like I've just been told it's bad like h- how can we give some education for people who might not understand that like sex
1: works out work I mean sex work is work I I mean you probably Know somebody that's a sex worker, that I think didn't that's know. the one they're regular ass people. I mean, if people, I mean, I'm coming out here, but and I don't mind coming, out. I have no shame around what I do. People can ask me questions, I will educate them, but it's just like, I guess <laughs> it's half and half. Half people would be like, Yep, yeah, we're that does that sounds right about right for Coco. <laughs> no surprise, <laughs> he's a sex worker, no surprise. And then other people would be like, "Really? Okay. Like, it's this person that you know doesn't is not a drug addict, is not like yeah." I know, think there's
0: a lot of ideas in, in anything. about. Like, I'm
1: just a regular I commercial. think there are
0: a lot of ideas about um, who would engage in sex work for sure, and it's regular ass people.
1: <laughs> it's regular ass people. It's people with education, with degrees. It's people. I mean, it's all types of yeah. people. It's like Are your you butcher.
0: Mean? It's your, it's, just, it's just your the, grocer. It's, like,
1: there's every kind of person. It's every kind of fucking person. I mean, it's disabled people. It's you yeah. know, it's, it's marginalized people. It's white people. It's everybody from every walk of life.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like the great equalizer, and yet when there's a lot of shame around it, it's just not talked about but
1: it's still there it's still happening (laughs) it's still there and it's still in within the sex worker community too because there's so many different types of sex work and some people don't think that their title in you know, this niche is sex work you know, or should be called that Uh, it's just all kinds of stuff I mean, I know Trump people that are sex workers, like everybody I know really conservative people that are also sex workers. And it it's like yeah, it's the shame is still there. I mean, we are getting closer. I don't think we're making as many strides as like, you know, cannabis has, but it could possibly happen in my lifetime. I'm not sure.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for being here. I'm being so vulnerable uh I really just think it's a beautiful thing and I think like the more we can talk about it and normalize it the more people can really understand that everybody everybody's just doing what they got to do you know or or what they want to do and like yes. don't yuck someone's yum <laughs> exactly. uh, so you mentioned cannabis and also like we're both a little high so let's talk about it <laughs> Let's talk about
1: it. Uh, Yeah. So
0: how did you... So we, you know... Also, this is a tell-all for um, Anna Chapman because I've never really talked about weed. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought that it would be something because I really want this podcast to be very um, authentic and a way that people can see that there's just so many different ways that you can find belonging in your life and that you can find um ways to support yourself and i think cannabis is a really interesting one and it's it's a form of self-care that i really enjoy um and it's something that i uh find like helps me just keep a like a lightheartedness and also it's just fun for me um Mm -hmm. But I have always loved that we can always giggle in a corner somewhere about it uh, at an event or something, and you're always gonna (laughs) be just like strapped with whatever anybody could ever want or need. So you come to the party and you are the party.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I always have a little
0: something. So tell me about because you don't like I even know you've like hosted like. Can of brunches before, like you've done more than just the average, yeah. like recreational user.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, I've tried to. I've done a couple of cannabis shoots, uh, with I Beth love, Olson. I love Beth. I did one. And I love Beth too. And uh yeah, I did a, a surprising collaboration with the Can of Chef and um claire from copper union we took over her condo and did a can of brunch oh my god i love that and then yeah i I also worked with that same chef and um like ran her uh cbd summer camp i did all the logistics and all the heavy lifting oh my gosh cbd
0: summer camp what was that like
1: um, that is not part of the tell all, uh, but <laughs> it was an interesting experience as far as collaboration goes and trusting my instinct and working hard and being respectful of the people that you hire and that you expect to do work. And so it was a great lesson, um, but I will okay, never
0: again. love it, love a boundary.
1: Yeah. Um, and also, like, we got to try
0: stuff to figure out if it's for us, and sometimes we learn, yeah, uncomfortably, and sometimes it's an easy ride, yeah, but absolutely,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I did a 420 brunch at my Ooh. place last year, and it was all it was the fat, <gasps> it was a fat event, it was Fat Fem 420. Oh my brunch. god, and that was so freaking fun. I was hoping to do something like that again this year uh, but it looks like I might have to try to do it virtually somehow but oh my god yeah we crammed, crammed all the girls in here and had a great brunch and smoked like every single <laughs> thing ever and there was like little curations of the things around my place and it was just really cool I love that I definitely did the details on that one I love that I love that and then we it was also a part Partly like an entrepreneur, a meet and greet too, because everybody that I invited was like a maker in some way. And so people passed out their business cards. See, that's what I love about you. Is you're not gonna just put one thing. (laughs) And I introduced poppers to a lot of people that had never had it before.
0: (laughs) Just poppers at a party. Um, Pop, popping at a party <laughs> but that's what I love is that you're all. You're never gonna just you're always gonna be a little extra which is how I prefer to live and you're going to yes. you're not just gonna be like oh it's a 420 brunch but it's also like a networking gala I love yes. it I'm very I'm very Uh. I'm very happy that you are the way you are because I feel like everything becomes more fun
1: Well, you know, I actually, um, I was it the first time I met you or maybe just meeting you recently? But you went to the Fat Fashion Gala that I actually collaborated with, uh, Shauna with at on in Pioneer Square.
0: Wait, at what?
1: It was at the Pioneer Square Mall, it was at in the atrium on the top level. I did a that fashion gala where everybody like dressed up in like formal wear. I wasn't there. there. Oh shit! But I, yeah, I want you so to fun. do
0: that again.
1: I. It was a lot of work, but it was <laughs> well, I would really say fun. we
0: could collaborate. But after this podcast, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> but we can figure something out. Power your crystals. I'll you manifest never know. it there you go uh okay so we're doing and so are you still doing canada events or is that kind of like if you see something that feels good you do it try it see how it feels
1: well um i mean and see well i mean i had plans to do some stuff this year um Because last year I was... Half of the year I was working like a regular 9 to 5. And then the other half I was a freelancer. So I really didn't have much time to do anything except the landing project. Uh, But like I do want to be in the cannabis industry in some way. And two years ago I was on a panel um, about fat people and people of color and uh how we didn't have access to Mm -hmm. cannabis media and uh, that was through the cultivation classic which is like the biggest uh competition scientific competition in oregon for our you know states
0: oh uh, wow cannabis
1: and so, yeah, it, that was like really amazing because I was working as a bartender. I hated it there. I hated the industry, and then magically got asked to be on this panel for something I really like care about. And it
0: was just wow. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, worth it. Worth the slog.
1: Worth worth it. So fast forward to now, I'm one of the judges for this competition, and we just finished up the the competition for that so i'm like sneaking my way into cannabis stuff here and there where when opportunities present themselves okay pretty much. well and i
0: think we should host some sort of post pandemic fat canna
1: event i feel like Absolutely. that would be real I mean, cute i mean we just like everybody got a seat at the table i mean even black people got a seat yeah. at the table and you know even people that need to be released from jail you know all those people are been talked about but nobody is like talking about you know the fat people the people that are in wheelchairs the people that it's just not readily accessible to nobody talks about those people nobody talks about the trans people like that are stoners like we haven't had our time to share
0: and so like you know this is your pla- this is your tell all Coco so, like, what do you want to tell the world about what fat people, trans people, disabled people, like, what people need?
1: I mean, they need cannabis. They, it, it's just, it's a no brainer.
0: And so, what are the barriers for fat people and getting cannabis?
1: Um, I don't think it's a barrier as far as getting it per se. It's just, the fat phobia that happens. Oh, you're a fat stoner. you uh, so lazy, the must not be productive. You must not the um, stigma. You know, you, you, the stigma exactly. I don't. I as far as Oregon goes, like you know, there are some issues with the medical side of it, but um, the barriers to getting to accessing it here in this in the state is not bad. It's more of a stigma. It's more of a, a who's the face of cannabis? Who are the businesses and the leaders and the voices? Who are those people? What do they look like? What privileges do they
0: have? I see. And it's pretty white
1: here, I imagine. It's very white. It's very male. It's very bro. It's very Mm. whoever has the money from the black market whoever has the money from corporate money now and so there are some winners out there that are doing their part and um one of them is going to be east Fork cultivator um they are really just there for i mean they started out their their farm for their brother who was sick but they also have great ties to the government to salem and they are working inside wow that's
0: amazing
1: yeah and not a lot of people are are, you know there's not a lot of people so uh and is that a
0: uh like a a place where you can get can you buy weed from them
1: Yes, their CBD um, are, you know, they're like a hemp farm in uh, like southern Oregon and their products are in everything. Um, They collaborate with other different like edible companies. And and, like their products are in stuff. They're the standard. They're so much the standard. The government said that they were like organic certified. Wow.
0: And so what's this company called? Um,
1: East Fort cultivars. East Fort cultivar.
0: Cultivators. Okay. Oh. Wow. Okay. So if you see that
1: products by them, we want to support. Yes, absolutely. From from seed to to sale, they are on. That's the amazing. Island. Like they, when I went to their farm, they immediately acknowledged that their land was not was stolen.
0: Oh wow. Like they, that's advanced that's yeah. advanced they, farm knowledge. Yeah.
1: Advanced. <laughs> advanced So they they like upon talking to us, that's the first that they said was acknowledging that the land that they were on was not their land. And um and then it's just like the farm was the cleanest farm oh. I've ever seen. I mean all the the water, all, all the ethics carries through every single thing they do and I just like really have never seen that before. I mean everybody gets paid the wow. same wages. Women are on the top of the list and people of color who work there like wow. their products are 100% you know certified organic <laughs> like you know they just and then they're doing the social justice work like from within Salem the wow. capital they are there lobby.
0: wow that's beautiful I love that and I love um, I love hearing about brands and companies that are like really going beyond and trying to change the industry yeah. from the inside I think that's amazing yeah,
1: Absolutely. I mean that's really the only way to do it is for this white man to lobby in government for change. I mean, that's really the only way it's going to happen and they're doing wow, it. Wow,
0: that's amazing. I love that. Um, so I now have to ask you a couple of questions. There's two and they're <laughs> <Okay>. big ones. <laughs> so, but I want every I want to ask this to everyone because I think it's so interesting what everyone says because collectively like we all believe all of these different things and it's so nice to hear either a perspective that you haven't thought of or someone believes what you believe or someone believes something totally different and you're still like down for that person so that's kind of what i want to do here is just like get to know you a little bit beyond what we know in this (laughs) tell-all this has been like a hot hot tell-all so, uh, I, my first question is, in order for something to be a cocoa party, what are three mm-hmm. things that you always make sure are there so that people feel
1: welcome? Mm. Um, I try to have fems uh, or female identifying people because they bring beauty and joy and um let's see i always try to make it accessible like i said or if it's not you know i personally reach out to the people that i know it's going to affect and try to make it right for them
0: i love that
1: and then probably we i love that i mean it's an icebreaker it's a, it's a natural icebreaker and people, you know, they like to let loose. I love
0: it. Also, so I'm high right now. It's because I'm supporting this podcast interview. <laughs> <laughs> but also just it's fun to like this is a, a way we've connected. And so it's nice to do that um, here and to share it because I, I've always loved having a moment with you sharing a joint or whatever because we get into like amazing conversations yeah. about the industry of uh, the fashion industry and about how to liberate fat people and it's like I, I I don't get to have those conversations every day with someone who I feel like really cares as much as I do so it's a beautiful thing maybe even more than I do like it's just it's lovely <laughs> so i love that uh i i love that you always have fans like that's a great i mean who could argue who could argue we're here we're out here
1: who could argue i mean it's the key to any successful (laughs) party if they're dancing on the dance floor people come in they're like okay this party (laughs) is lit let's go like if you have a full Room, you know, if a full dance floor offends, you're good, you're gonna. This golden. is a strategic
0: move. femmes, Have them at your yeah. parties <laughs> and take care of, good care of them. <laughs> Very much, because they're your parties. <laughs> they are your party. They're your, they're the party. Uh, this is amazing. Okay, so now we're gonna do the ultimate question, which I know, I know, I'm stressing you with this. And you can you're allowed Ouch. to just be like, today I feel this would be good, and then tomorrow you could text me and be like, <laughs> change my mind, and then I can put it in the show notes that this is just a moment of mind. And Coco, if if Coco was given magic, might change her mind later. <laughs> okay. So the moment of truth for the tell all. Of Coco Paj. If you had a magical power wish, just one, Conda already tried Mm -hmm. to say she wanted more wishes with her wish, and I said no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What would you change to make the world feel more welcoming for you, and that you belonged more? If something. What's changed, it could be added, it could be taken away. It could be
1: anything. Um, oh wow. Uh, I imagine yeah, she did. And, <laughs> and I would have to say, I would have to say that, yeah, making white people the minority, taking away therefore taking away racism. Wow, would be. Okay.
0: I mean, it will be a world. Same. It would be a a it baby, crybaby world. It would be something <laughs> else. I mean, I love it. Wakanda. Wakanda. I love it. Thank like you for Wakanda. sharing that here. I love it. I'm here for it. I think. I grew up in Hawaii where white people weren't the minority, but they weren't the majority. And it was just a different, I mean... Mm-hmm you got called white devil to your face. It wasn't like, (laughs) you got snuffed like, people were like, you're Howley, which means white devil. So I think that actually was very, very, very beneficial for me growing up. I still don't think it eradicated my whiteness, which I'm working every day to to chill that out, that part out of me. It's really like in there, Um, but, I, I think you're onto something, and I—I I mean, we had a—I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm here <laughs> for the experiment.
1: You said it was. It's a, a tell. A tell. We're, We're talk- talking. We're going. Sally Jesse. I mean, Hall, we
0: talked about we the sex work. We talked about the cannabis. We talked about <laughs> making white people <laughs> the minority. This has been a hot, hot episode. Eh. I mean, I don't know if everyone's ready for it, but I am here for it.
1: (laughs) I can't wait for the feedback.
0: Okay, so let's do a little shouting out. So we've established that, one, Coco is available for fit modeling. What is your size if you feel like that's something you want to put in the (laughs) towel?
1: I'm size 18. Um, and I'm pretty on the dot for the industry standard for those. Okay, so
0: we got a size 18 fit model available which I mean right now, everybody's going back to the drawing board on how to do things and you're still taking things over Zoom, so Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Two, taking new Mm -hmm. clients if you need a text buddy.
1: Yes. Yes. They can email me, chubbycush. That's so cute.
0: Chubbycush420 at gmail.com.
1: Send to that Mm -hmm. email for those
0: saucies. Um, And then Mm -hmm. you're also trying to get into the cannabis industry. So if anybody's got a need or wants some visionary work on how to bring more fats and more just more different people into the fold of who's invited mm-hmm. then you're here for yeah. it okay yeah. is there anything else we need to shout out
1: um probably my 90s party that i've been throwing for oh 12 my years. god we're in portland seattle and denver we did our first multi-city live stream last week oh my and gosh it was really fun we have a twitch channel it's snap 90s party and you can also find us on instagram under snap 90s party and on facebook as snap 90s party we are thoroughly branded so you can see us yeah Portland, I've Seattle, been, and Denver. so
0: this what well, i've been to a few of these they're so fun yeah um and if you're fat and you go Coco will tell you where to sit
1: <laughs> yes Even if yes you, i will even if you have
0: minute. never met Coco,
1: you just say the word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love people that I've never met and making sure that they're treated amazingly oh. in the club. Oh, my That's gosh. That's at the core this of the This has just been a, a
0: lovely joy of a happy hour to talk to you. I feel like
1: yes.
0: we all know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. And I just appreciate that you're here in the world. And I feel like the reason I wanted you to be on the show is because everything you do, you try to find a little bit more of how you can educate someone or make someone feel like they're a little bit more welcome. And that's like so needed in the world. So I just wanna thank you for being you
1: thank you yeah when you sent me that question about the belong I was like yeah I mean that's like my whole thing is making sure people belong coming to an event or going to somewhere where I am at I don't I may not know you I may know you a lot whatever but like my whole thing is to make if it's my event it's to make you feel like you belong like I don't have a VIP in my parties because then that wouldn't be everybody belonging
0: I love that so if you're in portland denver or seattle hit up Mm -hmm. the one of these parties when the pandemic's over but are you still doing parties while it's happening
1: i mean yeah we we did our three city stream on twitch and then um, here in Portland Holocene is our resident um, venue so they did a stream on their channels both Twitch and YouTube and so the Portland crew did their thing for that and we're going to do it again on the 24th for our 420 celebration it's 90s versus 2000s our theme is have oh my gosh, yeah get your best eye-dye shirt on and watch us.
0: And you can, like, put it on and just, like, dance, right? It's like making the club in your house? Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I love that.
0: Okay, so, we're all going to the club in our pajamas and side eye.
1: I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing since this whole thing. I've gone to three or four parties online, and I just jump in the chat and take over the chat and (laughs) troll people, and it's so freaking fun. I feel like I'm in 2000s like again oh my god yes you're chat chat. queen oh I am chat queen like I'm on for the holocene stuff I go I have just been uh, you know volunteering to hype up the chats for both of their streams and (laughs) it's so fucking fun and I just go back and forth because I'm a fast typer and so I'm just like going back and forth going back and forth okay
0: so if you need a hyper you're also for hire for that
1: absolutely because some of these chefs oh, no. are boring but I come in there and it's so fun It's like, what do you do just like hey everybody or like are you like okay yeah I hype up the DJ I talk about the DJ because usually for these parties I know the people Ooh, that are playing yeah. so I just like make fun of them I razz love them, that I uh, the people I you know ask people like what's their age sex and location I tell you know the young techno boys that they should slide into my DMs to <laughs> uh, talk about doing poppers. Like you're just I'm, off the whatever, off the handle. just talking shit. Yeah, just I yeah, off it. So yes, please hire me, dive up your chat. I am a cyberpunk oh through. And okay, my this has
0: been the best tell all of my life. It's my <laughs> first tell. Also, it's I am sorry that that's where we're at, but. I think it's it's a high quality tell I really I really appreciate I so. you and all that you do for the world and especially for the fat black brown indigenous world. Like you're just here for people and you're here for 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 people to have fun I'm here and for like people. you're I yeah. I have this new term I really like joy creator. I think you're also a joy creator.
1: Thank you. That is a compliment. I like almost want to cry oh. right now because I absolutely want to bring joy to people and beauty. Beauty and joy is, are the top things. My mission in life is to bring. Oh my beauty god! And joy I feel so like
0: powerful. you're nailing it. <laughs>
1: um. Not. I. Yes, I. Yes. I feel I it. it so
0: hard. we'll share this, and then everyone who's like, "What? I need beauty. I need joy." They're gonna reach out. They're gonna figure out a way to <laughs> hire you to be their joy, beauty creators.
1: I'm into it. I want. Okay, to I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, also shout out to me at oh, yes. my Instagram. That's just mine, and that one is House, House of Coco.
0: I'll also shout that out in the Instagram post when I post about this. Epi. Uh, thank
1: you so much, Coco,
0: for being here. This has been lovely. Also, you. you made me come for, to this tell all and tell all that I smoke weed. So here we are at, <laughs> we're at a vulnerable place. But also, it's 2020 and who does it? Hi. It's
1: 2020. You're, I mean, come out of the dark. The last 420, all of these influencers that I had like no idea about came out. For 420, and they never said anything else about it the whole year. But on 420, major influencers were like, Look at this smoke. And I was like, okay, Wow. I see y'all.
0: Well, just for that, we're airing this on 420. So booyah. Yeah, this is our 420 Epi. <laughs>
1: That's sick.
0: Okay, amazing. Coco, thank you for this 420 towel you are absolutely I so adore you and I hope that everyone out there has an amazing time and remembers that you always belong here and that we're so glad that you've spent some time with us